Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What is up, everybody? We're back for another episode. Thank you for listening. We are the Sports Buzz. Another beautiful day in Austin, Texas, right? 75 degrees and sunny when I drive in. Um, we are the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Stoneman. My co-host, Zach Chandonet. Sitting in. Looking, looking like a goon today. Uh, our producer is Zach Ballard. Clicking away. And uh, once again, our special guest, Chad Goodall, in studio with us. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Of course, man. Anytime. I guess we can just call him our basketball guy. He's not really a special guest anymore. Back to back. Yeah. He's kind of a more residential co-host from now on. You guys Seems are really like... taking a risk here. Hey, it's not a whole nice stand anymore. He's uh... he's looking extra classy, though. Looks good. <laughs> Looks a lot classier than the rest of us. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Can't win them all. Yeah, so... Uh, this is a sports buzz. As always, we are sponsored by the beautiful, the delicious, Strange Land Brewery. Mm, Those were on point there. We were, we were sinking it. A beer for any occasion. beer for any occasion. Um, check out uh, Strange Land Brew on Twitter, at Strange Land Brew. Uh, we are on Twitter, at SportsBuzzTX. I am Spencer underscore Spillman with one L. Zach, my co-host, is at FrenchBean89. Uh, our special guest co-host from now on, um, at Mr. Chad Goodall. He is kind of special sometimes. He's in our hearts now. And uh, our producer ballad is at Z Ballad. Um, today is uh, another Tuesday. This is our college show. Please listen to us. Share us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Follow us. Subscribe. Uh, just tell people about us. Review us. Give us some good five-star reviews. Get our names out there. Um... This is going to be uh, a double portion of, uh, of college basketball, guys. Um, no more pro show this week for the time being because it is March Madness and it's the, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's hard to beat. Um, we will be uh, talking all college basketball, like I said, most mostly maybe one segment that's not. Um, but go uh, – Put in a bracket at our bracket uh, challenge. That's going to be on uh, ESPN's tournament challenge. What is it? Uh, Sports Buzz podcast. Yep, that's the group name. Okay. If you follow us on Facebook, yeah, uh, scroll through the links. We're all posting it as well. Yep, the links all out there. Um, most of us are pretty close to being done with our brackets. Mine's submitted. I'm done. I think they're kind of done, but 
it's not fully submitted yet, so it's not all some, the way there. It's just some tinkering time still. Yeah, I may, I, may still change, time. I may still change mine. There's a few picks I may change. We'll find out. We'll move time. We got time. We got time, guys. We got till, uh, what, tomorrow, Thursday? Yeah, tomorrow's Wednesday. We got till Thursday, right? At like 6 o'clock? Thursday tip-off. Um, just before tip-off. Let's... <laughs> couple new segments tonight, and uh, we'll be talking the East and West bracket in this show. Um, so if you're looking to hear some about the other brackets, uh, please stay tuned, listen in, and in that, in, uh, in our second show, which will be posted Thursday, early Thursday, right, right before the game start, um, we will, we will give that, uh, give our final predictions on winners, losers, um, and who we got winning it all. So stay tuned for that on Thursday, but, um, if you're listening, it is Wednesday the 15th. Hey guys, today is Pi Day. 3.14. Nerd. Just saying. Hey, last year, or not last year, a couple of years ago when we were um, at South by, yeah. they did Pie in the Sky. Pie in the Sky. That was at mm-hmm. uh, the Woody Awards. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, so let's get this started. We'll uh, we'll get into our college pick'em. Um, and then, uh, like I said, this is sponsored by Strangeland Brewery, and um, I do want to let you guys know there's a free St. Patrick's Day party going on this Friday. The 17th, which would be St. Patty's Day, and uh, that's going to be out there at the brewery. It's free to get in, 5 to 10 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of Irish music, Irish beer, Irish attitude, so watch out. Uh, maybe a little bit of kissing of the Blarney Stone. Hey. And um, get away from downtown, get away from South by Southwest, and go enjoy some Irish drinking. Uh, there's going to be two limited edition brewery uh, brews out there on that night. Dubliner Irish Stout, and then um, the one that Ballad's real excited about, the last Dubliner, which is a Jameson Whiskey Barrel Aged Irish Stout. And uh, you were out there at the brewery today picking up our, our weekly beers. Um, did you get a free taste? I got tasted a little bit. Yeah. It's good. Yep. People are going to be excited about that's this. Exciting. I'm not going to be there on Friday and be in New Orleans, so I oh, get, right. get my taste now. That's right. So go check out the brewery. Uh, if you're not trying to go downtown to um, South by Southwest, go out there to Bee Caves, um, right there off of 360, and go see Adam and, and Tim and the guys out there. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, talk about our brackets and talk about some basketball. And you know, we got a we got a special bracket picker going this week, um, this year for the first time ever. We're gonna have uh, the old hamster Lana. Picking our uh, picking a bracket of her own. Yep, uh, got a pet a couple of weeks ago for the sole purpose of this weekend or for this upcoming month. <laughs> uh, people said, Zach, why why would you get a hamster at the age of twenty five? I say for one reason, one reason only, to pick the ultimate March Madness bracket. Um, so we're gonna do that after the shows tonight and check it out on Facebook Live. We'll have the Elite Eight to the championship. Yeah, we're gonna give we're gonna give Lana a little bit of a, a head start. We're gonna give her the one and two seeds, and and just give her a chance to have a good bracket. Yeah, it seems only fair. She's a hamster. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, she doesn't really know what she's doing, but hey, she may be beat all of us. She also has no concept of what basketball or human activity is. No, so, you know. no, she has no idea. She gets played in human activity. <laughs> we'll give her a handicap. Um, <laughs> So let's let's go ahead and talk um, conference championship week. It was uh, it was exciting, guys. I got to watch a little bit. Um, I mean, I'm sure you guys just sat around all weekend and, and watched college basketball, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, pretty I much. Watched a lot of college basketball this week. <laughs> I was pretty busy, so you know. Okay, well, we won't 
we won't go to you first. Um, Chad, who are you most impressed with this weekend in the conference tournaments? Um, and who are you least impressed with? Let's go with that. Oh, least impressed with definitely Kansas. I mean, what happened? You can't let one guy, Josh Jackson, really define, you know, how you do in the Big 12 tournament. I'm, you have to pull that game off. Um, so that was my biggest surprise of, of the tournament weekend sure. was Kansas just losing first round. Um, and at no time has a team won the NCAA tournament after losing first round in their conference championship. Okay. Okay. Valid. Um, um, do you watch any basketball this weekend? Yeah, I watched quite a bit. Um, it Who was, are you most impressed with? I mean, it looks like Duke is firing on all cylinders right now. Hottest team in the country. They had a tough path to win the AC, ACC, and, and they got it done. So, um, you know, they got a pretty good place in the, the bracket, and it looks like they're kind of primed to do big things. Yeah. But this I, last weekend, they looked good. Um, I didn't get a most impressed. You didn't really give me a most impressed. Oh, most impressed. I got to go definitely with Michigan. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, after all of the adversity that they had to go through to yeah. just get we'll, to we'll, the tournament. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, you know, playing, what, four straight four straight days? Impressive. Yeah. So, this should be fun. Zach, who, uh, who are you impressed and not impressed with? Uh, you know, I'm pretty impressed with Iowa State, actually. Um, the grit that they kind of showed to get another Big 12 championship was was really was really big and that's their third in four years and I think it sets them up for prime prime condition coming into the tournament uh, especially when you're looking at a possible Kansas matchup uh, in the sweet 16 that would be pretty sweet um, least impressed you know I gotta say I'm least impressed with North Carolina kind of their their run in the tournament it was a little lackluster you know it, it looks like they're prepping for what really matters obviously hopefully but, um, you know, those can be bad signs and not something you really want when you're trying to get geared up for the yeah. big tournament. Um, gotta say Duke's looking pretty hot right now. Yeah. They're the hottest team. Like I said, um, I was least impressed with, uh, with Oregon. They let me down in the Pac-12. I had them winning it all. I had them winning the whole thing in the conference tournament and they kind of, they got out second round. Um, did they even play, did they win a game? Oregon yeah. um, made it to the championship, didn't they? I thought they lost early. No, they made it to the championship. They, I mean, they were down one of their best players whose names escaped me, but... They're big man inside. Um, but, I mean, Arizona took advantage of it and, and came home with a title there. Yeah, and uh, and that's... I'd say, um, you know, Duke is, is definitely up there, but uh, I gotta say, I think Arizona may be the most impressive conference championship win because that, that championship, uh, that the Pac-12 itself is so competitive. The top four teams are so good. And, you know, that's going to be exciting to see where, where they go from there. I mean, obviously, Gonzaga closes out. Um, Kentucky wins the SEC. Not surprised there. Um, scroll up a little bit for me, Valen. Um, you got Princeton winning the Ivy League, which uh, I think, Chad, you said they're on a 21-game win streak, which is pretty damn impressive. Um and uh, and then Michigan has to be one of the most impressive wins by far. And uh, let's go ahead and talk about um, why that was such an impressive win, and, and all the adversity that they did face. Uh, you know, you were you were talking about the adversity. Um, you know, they they had a plane crash, right, Valley? 
Yeah, and this and this fits into one of our our new or one of our favorite segments. Uh, this shouldn't be funny, but shouldn't be funny because it's a plane crash. It's scary, you know. You got to worry about that. Yeah, and luckily no one got hurt, so this really it, it isn't funny, right? Or isn't that serious? Is yeah, that the right thing to say? Yeah, I guess so. The thing that makes this hilarious is they had to play the first few rounds of the Big Ten tournament wearing their practice jerseys, <laughs> and and they killed it in it. You know, they, yeah. they got they got it done. And as big underdogs, they went and won the Big Ten. So uh, this could have been terrible, but... Could have been real, real bad. Um, but uh, didn't uh, didn't you pick Michigan to win the, the Big Ten? Oh, uh, you know, you guys called me crazy. We did. I did pick Michigan to win. I did not expect them to get in a plane crash. That was probably so, a little scary after that pick, huh? You know, I, I was I was thinking that they'd be a little bit beat up, and uh, hey, my boys came out to play, so they sure did. They've been, I mean, they've been playing really good down the down the last stretch of the season. Um, them actually coming together and winning this tournament will go a long way. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who may laugh at us when we say Chad Goodall is our college basketball expert, he's uh. You know, we may say bold. He's pretty spot on most of the time, eh, Zach? He worked out this week for him. <laughs> Hell of a pick there. Um, glad that everybody's okay. Shouldn't be funny, but uh, it is because they walked into the Big Ten Championship and wiped everybody. So. And their whole thing was, why can't this be the greatest story ever told? It could be. Why it is could this be. not the best moment Are ever? we looking at the Fab Five again? Is this what's going to happen? Um <laughs> Let's get into a new segment that Ballad has created for us. It is called Hashtag Hashtags. Um, everything social media that goes trending and something you just, that just sticks out to us. We're going to talk first. Uh, well, really, this is only one story. Um, the Illinois State coach, Dan Muller, sent out a tweet and said, ACC... Big 10, Big 12, SEC, Pac-12, and Big East. It's me again. Looking for home and home next year. Please call me for chance for quality road win, top 33 RPI. First of all, he's basically telling these big schools to come play him and guarantee themselves a win against him, which I think is hilarious. He says, he says for chance. chance for, and then in all caps, Quality. You right. can hear him saying that. Right. Quality. Yeah. I, I think that's hilarious. Um, and the great thing about it is he, he has a little bit emoji. And if, yeah. you, if you scroll through Dan Mueller's uh, Twitter, he uses and abuses his bit emoji. It's a it's a big <laughs> thing for him. <laughs> um, and and the best part about this story is that it actually worked, right, Ballad? It did. Yeah. Um. Who do you think AK is? Um, Coach Kennedy. Talk to AK. Yeah, so basically Ole Miss reached out to Dan Muller here uh, and said from an Ole Miss, I guess, employee Twitter handle, hey, at Dan Mueller, I'm here with Coach Kennedy, and since he doesn't do Twitter, he said to give us a call. We'd love to match up. Dan Mueller later responded with, would love to. I will be having my people get in touch with your people. Today, all caps, <laughs> aka I'm going to text AK in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. 
Good for him. Hey, Twitter finally worked. It um, didn't say anything stupid. You know, just just made a statement that the big schools didn't want to play him. And, uh, you know, he got a big school. Got him an SEC pick. And and how much do you guys see this as um, kind of a, a snowball effect? Do you all see more schools mm-hmm. picking up on this? Yeah, just think, you know, technology today, it's a better way for people to communicate. It's a better way to reach out to people. You don't really have to know people to get in touch with people anymore. And I think that's the best thing about this. And that's kind of the biggest thing I get from this story is that no, no message is unheard and, and good things do happen. So, yeah. Yeah. You're going to see some more mid majors putting the big conferences on blast. Well, I'm I mean, saying let's go. I mean, specifically Illinois state, do you see other schools, you know, maybe scheduling oh. even just a one, a one year deal, just a, even just a home or just an away. Only time will tell, but yeah, I think They're it's doing cool. the right yeah. things. They're trying. Yeah, that's can't, pretty cool. You can't take that from them. Um, also, Dan Miller posted a Bitmoji with both of his tweets, and Ole Miss even responded with, your Bitmoji game is strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, um, good luck to Dan in the, in the Bulls. Yeah, he was a little upset as well. Uh, he felt like they they may have gotten um, a little shafted. A little shafted, that, and that's why the tweet came. Um just because he felt like because they didn't have a, a strong non-conference schedule because nobody would play them, he felt like they were kind of thrown on the back burner. But um, you know, we'll talk about another team here in our in another new segment that may or may not have gotten shafted in a new segment called Troll Move. Ballad. What is a uh, troll move? Troll move. Um, this comes out of the NIT being very trolly lately. You know, they're, they're, you know, the joke, the not invited tournament. They yeah. kind of get shit on yeah. for the next month or so. But they're taking some stabs at some teams lately. And if you look back to when the ACC tournament was was going on, uh, Coach Jim uh, Beheim of the Syracuse Orange was on record saying that he likes that the ACC tournament got moved up to New York and that it had no business being in South Carolina, Greensboro. And we all know that Syracuse... Didn't make the tournament. Yeah. And what would you know? Much to, Zach's, round, much to Zach's dismay, by the way. Yeah, no shamanings I had about that. He's not. I'm not. Um, but NIT brackets come out, and who is Bayheim and the Syracuse Orange playing first round? Uh, I'm going to guess UNC Greensboro. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, well done, NIT. Well done. What's such a troll move. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good for them. Good for uh, the NIT putting Bayheim in his place. I hope UNC Greensboro smokes him. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, just to send him home. Well, I doubt it. But... I doubt it, but, you know, they play bad to bad competition. They play good to good competition. His his one thing he said all uh, after they were snubbed a little bit, his one talking point was, oh, well, we beat 10 top 10, or we beat three with three top 10 games. So that's, that's why we should have been in the tournament. Well, you're not because you lost a – crap teams so sorry you gotta you gotta go enjoy the uh the weaker tournament um but let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and break it down let's Let's go ahead and get into what we're here to talk about and that is march madness boys and girls i don't know about you guys but uh thursday cannot come soon enough hey how did we do overall on our picks for championship week i was gonna say besides the big 12 we had someone pick a champion in every uh, league, nice. we had Chad, 
Obviously with the Michigan pick. Good job. Yeah, uh, Spencer and Zach picked Kentucky to win the SEC. Chad and I were on the wrong side of that with Florida. Yeah, good job. Uh, Spencer, you're the only person who had faith in uh, Grayson Allen and the Blue Devils. Yeah, baby. the ACC. Uh, Chad and I had Arizona winning the Pac-12, and we all had Villanova win the Big East. Yeah, that was an easy one, though. Good job, boys. Yeah, that's not bad. So the only ones I got were two gimmies with Kentucky and Villanova. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, you got a lot of momentum going into this. Yeah. Take all the L's right now, right? Hey, good pick on Michigan, Chad, and uh, good Arizona picks, guys. That was solid. Yes, sir. I'm going to be proud of that Duke pick because... I got to go a long way in this bracket, boys and girls. Um, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. Do you want to talk lines first, Ballad, or you want to just jump right into... Uh, I'll fill them in as we go through okay. games. Yeah, we'll go ahead and talk East first, and um, which is where the... Uh, Villanova's the one seed, Duke is the two seed, and our three seed is Baylor. Um, guys, let's go ahead and start with you, Zach. Um, what do you like and what do you not like about the, the teams in this bracket? Who do you have going far, and who do you have going to the final four in this bracket? Let's hear it. Uh, well, I like Virginia. I still, I still like where Virginia's at as a team. Um, I think they play really, really good team defense. Um, I even got Virginia going down to the elite eight, so I got some faith in them. Um, SMU, I'm really impressed with. I think SMU has played pretty decent basketball yeah, this year. Honestly, absolutely. they won their conference. Um, I think they can give Baylor a good matchup. I think they're pretty undersized, which is going to play to Baylor's advantage in that game. So that'll be an interesting one. Um, and really, Marquette. Marquette is a very interesting team. Sure. Um, come tournament time, they're always around. They usually cause problems, especially in this 7, 8, 9, 10 seed bracket. Yep. Um, Disrespected again this year, the 10 seed. I got I got them beating South Carolina I in the opening too. round. I got them playing Duke. I think that'll be an interesting matchup. I got it too. Um, would you want Final Four? Well, no, no. Who do you who do you have? Um, okay. Win winning this bracket and going to the Final Four. Yeah. So winning winning the region. Um, I got Virginia beating Nova, and I got Woo! Virginia against Duke. Um, for the regional final, I got Duke going into the Final Four though. All right. All right, you got They're Virginia. Hot. You got Virginia. Do you have any They're big upsets in that in that uh, region? Um, probably not. Besides the Virginia over Villanova, okay. I might even switch my mind on SMU over Baylor. Yeah, guys, these are not these are not set in stone. We still have at least twenty four hours to make well, almost thirty six hours. Um, so these are not set in stone. These are just our first impressions here. This is our first impression slash. Let's break this down. And I, um, and I think the biggest reason, the the whole reason I talk about that Baylor game and it being so interesting is the fact that Baylor is now number three seed again. They've lost in the opening round of their last two tournaments. So that's something to be cautious of. They lost to Yale, a 12 seed last year, and they lost to Georgia State two years ago, who was a 14 seed. So there you go. Baylor has not played very well coming out of the gate. That's why he's a stat guy, folks. Um, and Zach, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just tell you right now. As of now, your your pick to get to the Elite Eight, Virginia. I got him losing in the first round to UNC William, Wilmington. I got a I got a big first round upset, twelve over five. Um, that's my big upset in the uh, in the bracket there. I like SMU. Um, I still haven't watched them, but I'm gonna pick them over Baylor to get by and uh and play Duke. 
Um, I got Duke and Villanova playing off in the Elite Eight, and, and I do have Duke going to the Final Four. Um, so, my, yeah, my big upset is definitely Wilmington over uh, Virginia. A little, little close rivalry there, North Carolina and Virginia. Um, Chad, prove us all wrong. Tell us who's actually going to get to the Final Four. <laughs> Tell us exactly what's going to happen. Oh, we're going to listen to you more than this uh, is, ourselves. This, I think this is actually one of the tougher yeah. brackets oh, yeah. tougher regions in this pool. Um, I don't have very many big upsets, actually, whenever it comes down to it. I definitely have Marquette beating South Carolina. Oh, I yeah. think Marquette can score a lot better than South Carolina can defend. Um, South Carolina is known for the defense, and defense doesn't win you games, putting that ball into that basket. So i got to go with Marquette on that one. Um, your UNC Wilmington pick is a good pick. Uh, I think that... It, it's a bit of a stretch, but... Of course, but how many times in... You know, over the years, has a 12 beat a five. Gotta watch that 12 5 matchup, boys and so, girls. So, I'm not gonna stretch that one. So, I got Virginia winning that one. I got yeah. Wisconsin, of course, winning the yeah. Villanova. Yeah. Um, so, in my Elite Eight, I have Villanova playing Duke. Yeah. I have Duke beating Villanova. Okay. So, we agree the there. Court. We agree there. Ballad, um, you wanna give us what you got? Yeah, I have a lot of the same upsets as you guys said. Um, I have SMU beating Baylor right yeah, now. Yeah, buddy. And I like that pick a lot. Um, I have Marquette as well, and I'm I'm really torn on Villanova Duke. And and part of me wants to put SMU over Duke, uh, but I haven't pulled that trigger yet. Right now, I'm gonna say Villanova exits this bracket, which yeah. is. You know, it's funny that you guys all picked Duke because that's how Vegas has this playing out. Too. Yep, they got them what favored, huh? Favored five to one right now. Um, and I will, I will tell you, only three teams, only three teams ever have been able to make it back and win back to back national championships in college basketball. Um, I don't think Villanova has what it takes. You know, it's been since uh, since they beat, um, God, who was it? Uh, Patrick Ewing. Since they won their last one until they won last year, so I don't see them making it back to the Final Four. Let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and move on down to the West and where we left off. Ballad, go ahead and tell us what you feel on the West. Yeah, with the West, this is what I think is probably the easiest. Oh yeah, region is it though? I think so. You got um, two futures in this bracket. Yeah, that hasn't changed that I think it's the easiest. <laughs> it, it makes me the most mad, no doubt, oh, that yeah. I got to see Florida State and Arizona match off of the Sweet 16. Um, I think that uh, Vanderbilt is going to upset Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern, although first tournament, and by the way, good for you, Northwestern. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but I just can't see them winning that first-round game. Um, I have Arizona uh, beating Gonzaga here in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just and and echo that point because I have almost probably the same bracket that you have there. I got Gonzaga over West Virginia, Arizona over uh, FSU, and uh, Arizona over Gonzaga to take that one. And Chad, let's go to you. Let's see what you got. Yeah, so um, I got a 12 taking a five in this one. I got Princeton beating Notre Dame. Woo! I think that Princeton's riding a 19-game win streak, not 19. a 21, we were close. but 19. Uh, is that including their conference tournament? That is including okay. their conference tournament. Okay. So I really like the way that they've been playing, and you know why not pick one of the hottest teams coming into the tournament to make yeah. that make that you know five and twelve sure. pick? 
Um, is that as far as they go, though? That's as far as they go. As far as they go. Um, I got Xavier over Maryland as well, so that's an 11 and 6. Yeah. I like you there. I was so, I, that's a torn one. I may switch that one no, up. I like that one. So I got, you know, I think Xavier plays good ball. I think Maryland could sleep on them and, and look <clears> to that next matchup. That would be Florida State. So I got one question for you here. One, one matchup that's uh, – Troubling a lot of people here in the first round is that VCU St. Mary's. Right I don't line. think I don't think VCU is is uh, what they were with Shaka. You know they're they're still winning and they they made it to the tournament. They lost in the in the championship round of their conference championship, but they're in the ten seed going against seven seed St. Mary's. Who you got in that one? Because that one's interesting for a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, you know St. Mary's has had to play. They're in the same division as uh, Gonzaga. As Gonzaga. Yeah. So the, Gonzaga's beat them three times. Yeah. Uh, so they're hungry to get you know another really solid win. I think against a decent opponent. Yeah, I think they, they play haven't played very many. Com- yeah, I think St. Mary's plays against a little bit better competition. Yeah. So I, I think St. Mary's is going to beat VCU. I think that game's going to be a lot closer. I agree. It's actually a coin flip for me. Yeah, it's uh, a tough when one. it comes to that one. But I definitely think St. Mary's takes that win. Um, for my for my elite eight though, I got Arizona. And West Virginia. See, I got West Virginia beating Gonzaga. I'm so torn on that pick, and because you're the expert, I may switch it up. Hey, don't rely on me. So, <laughs> I mean, he's the expert, right? All right. So I got Arizona taking taking the taking the Final Four. Um, West Virginia is decent. I think they're going to beat Gonzaga because Gonzaga is not going to know what to do with their press. They got so. some RGWs though, so you got to watch out for Gonzaga to just play that fundamental San Antonio <laughs> Spurs kind of basketball. Yes. Exactly. However, whenever you're pressing, you can't get into that as that's true. as quick. That's true. So, and they only have a couple days to prepare in between. So, Chad, who is your official pick for the West? Arizona. He had Arizona. Arizona. Zach, uh, let's hear what you got here. And um, do you disagree with uh, anything we got here? Well, I'll tell you what. The two the two interesting ones are Gonzaga and Virginia Commonwealth in this bracket. Sure. Um, they are two of four teams that are coming back they were double digit seeds last year and they had upsets in the first round of the tournament um of those 10 teams four of them are back these are two of them and gonzaga who is a one seed this year much better team Um, and vcu is coming back as a 10 seed um again and they beat oregon state last year i like vcu over st mary's i think that is going to be a very interesting a very close game but i like vcu i like what they do i don't think Losing Shaka Smart definitely changes. It doesn't change the chemistry of what no. that team is, and no, I think that's the biggest point. Yeah. So I think they're going to be poised to get a big win there. Okay. Um, I got them losing to Arizona, obviously. Yeah. Um. But going back to Princeton, the last time Princeton, I think, let's see, last time they had game, right? won a tournament game. Yeah. Uh, they were led by their guard Mitch Henderson. Scored 19 points against UNLV. That was back in 1998. Um, the running Rebels. Yeah. Um, Mitch Henderson is now Princeton's coach. Um, and so that's going to be a very interesting storyline as that game plays out against Notre Dame. A little bit of extra juju on their side. I think that adds some intrigue to the game. I don't sure. think it changes what's going to happen. I got Notre Dame going on there. And the biggest thing I got is Notre Dame's going to beat West Virginia. Woo! Um, you heard it here first. Hot take. I think... West Virginia's press is good, but if you're able to pass and get out of the press, you've seen, you, you you've have seen a, opportunities to beat you've them. You've seen a bad offensive team like Texas break their press and 
what, lose by one point to them in Austin. So uh, West Virginia is beatable, which is why I think Gonzaga, with the fundamentals, beats them in the Sweet 16. And, and that's just why I don't think West Virginia is set up very well in this bracket. I don't think they have teams that they can really press and make them have trouble when Gonzaga and Notre Dame are very good at passing and spreading and distributing the, the ball around the court. Yeah. I, I think they're very interesting matchups. I think they come down to the wire, and I think if West Virginia is winning games, they're winning them late, and they're winning them with their legs and the press. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest thing is can they wear teams down? Can they get the turnovers? Because if they can't get the turnovers and win that battle – they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. However, I think that whenever um, you're in conference play, teams actually have so much more time to you know sit down and actually look at every game that goes on to game plan for the next one for against you. Yeah. So a lot of times, um, you know, like whenever Duke and Carolina have matched up so many times, you know, Duke has so much time to prepare for them. So Carolina style. They can't play that all the time. Whenever you get into the tournament, you can play your style all the way through. You yeah. don't really have to change who you are. And a lot of these teams are gonna have to try to figure out how to break a press every time down the floor, and they haven't done it before. Yeah, and you gotta, yeah, exactly. You gotta learn the other team as well, and you don't have much time to do it because you you don't play in the same conference. That's why I picked West Virginia, but I, I agree with you. I, I yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I like it a lot. I Mark, like I like all of our takes here. So you got who you got winning the uh, that so. I got Gonzaga right now playing Florida State in the Ooh, regional final. That Florida one, State over Arizona? That one I'm still pretty torn on. That's a um, tough one. That's a tough game because I know how much you like Florida State. Florida State is an like interesting buy. Um, and right now as I have it, I got Florida State. That's both, of your, that's both of your futures right there, Ballad, playing each other possibly in the in the Sweet 16. <sighs> I know. That's how I have it too. And I, I got to send Arizona through because I don't think they're the ones who could – and, and I think I might switch to Arizona, but I might leave Florida State. We got three Arizonas and one Florida State as of now. I might stick with it. I probably will. We'll see. We'll see. It's. I mean, that's I'm the sake of argument. I probably won't. That's the her. thing. You, you start sleeping on it, and you wake up the next day, and you're like, shit, I got to change that pick. I don't like that one. I got to. I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. Um, the other interesting storyline that comes out of this, especially since we bring up that Dan Mueller conversation and how good his team played yeah. this year Vanderbilt, uh, their 15 losses are the most ever by an at-large team in the tournament. Yeah. First time ever. I still got them beating Northwestern. So do I. <laughs> good for you, Northwestern. Glad hey, you got there. Good for you. Good for you. Um, Ballad, I know you love to talk a uh, little bit of Vegas gambling. Um, let's let's. Well, you're going to be in New Orleans this weekend, so let's talk some uh, let's talk some betting lines. You can go down to Harris Casino and and play some bets. Not on, the, not on the not on the on the games. Uh, the only place in America that's legal to place a bet is going to be in Vegas. Oh man, I've never actually been to a casino in New Orleans, so I wouldn't know. Oh, that's where I'm supposed to go when I get there. Um, <laughs> I'll, there'll be plenty plenty of money bet in New Orleans. Yeah, Golden Nugget was very kind to of me last time. It just won't be on the games, unfortunately. Well, not New Orleans, anyways. But uh, Uncle you Mac, can find a bookie out there somewhere on the floor. I got one in my pocket all the time. Don't worry, <laughs> the internet's a great place. Um, so a few things that stick out to me in the West region, um, this eight and nine matchup, Northwestern versus Vanderbilt. Yeah. As the nine seed, Vanderbilt favored by a point. So, you know, it, it's an eight and a nine. That's not that crazy. It's basically a pick them, but yeah. at least the opening line, uh, Vegas likes Vanderbilt in that one. Well, I mean, you know, Vanderbilt plays in a stronger conference, um, Northwestern, Won their conference tournament, if I'm not mistaken, to get in. No. No? They were that large? 
Yeah, they had to be at large because. Oh, they're Pac-12, the aren't they? No, no, no they're Big they're Ten. Northwestern. Yeah, they played. What am I in thinking the, of? They Washington? played against. Yeah, Washington. They're purple. They played oh, against the Wisconsin. No. To go. You're listening to, to the expert. Yeah, they played against Wisconsin. Wisconsin actually beat them by okay. twenty, almost thirty points. Okay. Uh, so they got at large. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair line, especially with with those two teams. You say Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. The one I just said was the most losses by an at-large team ever. Yeah, but they play in the SEC. The, but you asked if they won their conference, and they didn't because they're I, an at-large. I, I just asked said it. about Northwestern. <sighs> I'm man. confused, it's man. It's their first tournament win it, ever. I shouldn't start with the Porters anymore. Why are you <laughs> slamming that? I mean, you're I know, so, dude. You're you're so, so hostile. hostile. Here's that, the thing. In the West, the, the other line that, that sticks out to me the most is Xavier, number 11, Favored by a point and a half against number six Maryland. That's a little disturbing. Um, that's a that's a big time. Fuck you to Maryland. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, big time. I got Maryland winning that game. Xavier comes from a weaker conference though, so yeah. it, it kind of I don't understand why that would be the line, but I don't either. But hey, there they are. I mean, they played against teams like Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that may be going to bet. Um, it's a weird one, but. I don't like it. Um, the, the other one, so moving back to the East, since we didn't really talk about it that yeah, much. Yeah, let's go back. Another one that uh, stands out to me, South Carolina, only a point-and-a-half favorite against Marquette. And we all kind of like Marquette in this game. It feels like we're on the right side of that. Wrong Put team. money on Marquette. Wrong team favorite. Wrong team favorite in that one. I think uh, Marquette handles that one by at least three or four points. Zach, you agree? Yeah. Obviously, you I picked mean, Marquette, I to, got Marquette to go yeah. moving on. Um, they're a basketball school. Yeah, that's all they have. Do you have any more uh, any more lines that we got from those two brackets there? I got one more. The opening is kind of interesting. Another eight and nine. Wisconsin favored by four and a half against the Hokies. Yeah. Uh, I think they should be favored. It just feels like a lot for I don't an know. eight and nine matchup. Well, it it's... feels like a lot for a March Madness game, you know? Especially how Wisconsin's been playing. Eight nines, though, you never know what you're going to get. You, and that's you never why I think know, it's usually should be a pick em. You never, well, But you never know. If, if one eight nine, if, if, if the nine seed wins their conference and they're there, which Virginia Tech did not, um, you know, Look, Wisconsin, Wisconsin played well most of the year. I don't see this as that big of a line. Chad, you're raising your hand. Yeah, you, no. You're, you're no, biting, I'm, chomping at the bit. This what is, do you want? This is what I'm going to say, Ballad. Northwestern in the West is an eight seed. Wisconsin is an eight seed. They just met in the Big Ten tournament. Wisconsin pretty much beat them by thirty points. Yeah. So, um, so uh, you're saying Wisconsin so got shafted on their on their seeding? I'm not saying they got shafted on their seeding. I'm just saying if they would have been matched up against Northwestern, that line would have been way larger than what it is. So I'll say it. I think they did get shafted. I think Wisconsin and Minnesota should trade places on the bracket. Yeah. I know we're jumping ahead to the show above, and we're going to get into teams that got screwed, but uh, maybe that's a good segue to get straight into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into teams that, that may have gotten shafted a little bit, just looking at seeding. That Wisconsin, you know, they get Virginia Tech, who's not a great team, but if they win and when they win, they have to play Villanova. I mean, that's, that's horrible for them. Um, and, you know, we'll talk the other side of the bracket, but just sticking over here, um, do you guys see any teams on the in the East or the West that, that maybe didn't get um, the seeding they deserved or teams that didn't quite uh, make it to the tournament? 
Um, Zach, do you see anybody that's uh, overseated or underseated that you feel like doesn't deserve to be there or well, should I mean, have been higher? To be honest, I don't think Vanderbilt should be in the tournament. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're not a great basketball yeah. team. Yeah, no, I saw that. What's stage. unfortunate is I do think that they're going to win this game, which solidifies their place there, but yeah. I just don't. Um, I don't agree that they should get that kind of draw and that kind of matchup when they're probably the worst nine seed. Because, I mean, they're yeah. the best of the bottom bracket, so. Yeah. And they're probably one of the worst there, so I'm just not a fan well, of yeah, that. Yeah, you look at the other nine seeds, and you got Michigan State, Seton Hall, and um, the team we just talked about, Virginia Tech. So, um, I don't know. Virginia Tech and Vanderbilt. They're they're both not necessarily deserving. I think Syracuse would have been a better a better nine seed there. Or even there's no way Syracuse does not deserve to be in the tournament. They got some big wins. They know how to play when it matters. They lost their losses. opening round of the tournament. Their conference. It's, championship. it's not even that. It's the they it's knew the non conference losses. Yeah. It's the losses that they had out of conference to yeah. opponents yeah. that don't even rank in You're the right. top one fifty. No, I agree. That's why they didn't. I agree. Get the I agree. But you know they play well against good competition. This is the best 64 teams in the country, 68 if you count the uh, playing games, which you're going on right now. Um, the thing about the, the Syracuse wins is I think a lot of those were at home, and there's a lot of teams that can win at home. you got to sure, remember you can do it. Sure. They did. Only yeah. two games they won on the road. Oh. Yep. Yeah, they're they're a good home team in the Carrier Dome. They uh, get the home crowd behind them. They, the kids show up, whether they're good or bad, every year, which is uh, a testament to that school, first of all. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's two of the biggest, a couple of the biggest, uh, snubs in the tournament that I can see, um, unless you guys The other got... one's happened on the other side of the bracket. Yeah, we can talk we about that later. later. Yeah. Just... We'll talk about that in our show. The biggest uh... one that I see, honestly, is Troy making it whenever Texas State should have definitely made it. Oh. <laughs> Texas should've State should have won that game. game. Poured out for yeah. the homies. Yeah, one, one for State on that one. Yeah, yeah. Drink one for Texas State. They, uh, <sighs> they had a good run in the tournament. Killed they played a Sunday. horrible, horrible conference year regular season. They played so bad all year long and then almost made a run. They beat the number one seed and just fell just short. What, they lose by six on Sunday? I was going to say, the team that really got screwed in the Sun Belt was UTA. <laughs> they had such a great season. They were the clear number one in the conference, and they just couldn't put it together come didn't tournament they, time, which is you know maybe you don't deserve a bid at that point, but, didn't they man, beat, that's rough. Didn't they beat Texas this year? I don't know. Wasn't this year they, they beat Texas, or was that last year? I think they beat Texas this year. I think they did. Because they were close last year. I think they beat them this year. Which is kind of like Texas beating Notre Dame in football. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a once in a lifetime. Um, I'm pretty sure they beat Texas. Um, yeah, Chad's going to look that up for us and just uh, give us a clarification. Um, so, we got some some stories here. Do you want to go into uh, Good For You, or do you want to talk about... Uh, Let's talk about Warren Buffett. You want to skip Good For You? Yeah, we already kind of did it. Okay. We didn't really talk the other story you had there. That's okay. All right. They they did win uh, this year. Okay. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, they, they didn't just win. They beat us by 11. At, at Texas. In Austin, yeah. In Austin. That's uh, that's telling of why we're not talking about Texas basketball right, right now. <laughs> um, but we can talk about Warren Buffett because he's got a lot of money. Too much money. That yeah. he does. Yeah, so good for you, Warren Buffett, for having that much money. Hey, Warren. Good, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Um, 
So, Valid, what is Warren Buffett offering here? Warren Buffett is offering any employee who fills out a bracket and gets the Sweet 16 perfect. Not even a perfect bracket, not even a Final Four, just the Sweet 16. That's still pretty freaking hard to do. It is, but if you can do it, you get a million dollars a year for life. <laughs> Let that settle in for a second. Um, How do I... Can I apply for a job and get accepted to get hired tomorrow and fill out a bracket for him? Probably not. Berkshire Hathaway is a pretty elite company, if you ask me. I've so. heard. I've heard that's the case. Um, On top of that, he's also going to give $100,000 to whoever gets the furthest in guessing the winners in the in the tournament. <laughs> and he's just trying to give away money. He so literally the, wipes his ass with $100 bills and then just hands it to his employees. I will say that the only caveat to this award is that it has to be only one person if multiple people get it. It's not each person nice. that gets it. Um, That's how you cover your own ass as a multi-billionaire. Just make it to where they split it. I'd take 500, 500 so, Yeah, split it. In 2016, Berkshire Hathaway had 85,000 entries, um, <laughs> and they had two people get it right. <laughs> so nobody got anything? They split they, it. They each got $50,000 out of it. Um, Pretty good. And he said one of them knew a lot about basketball. The other didn't know Jack. So Yeah, sometimes you get lucky and. You know, guys, if, if you stick around... That's you, the best thing about Pick'em. Yeah. You can just get lucky. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you're not going to be uh, watching Lana Pick games if you're listening to this episode, but uh, we will be um, showing that on Facebook Live here in a little bit. And, you know, Lana, make it lucky and just pick a perfect bracket, guys. If she worked it in her chart <laughs> the way, she'd probably, she'd probably win it. If Lana picks a perfect bracket, I'm never filling out another bracket ever again. I will with Lana every year. Every year. Uh-huh. She has Lana. But I'm never filling out one pampered, for myself. She'll be the most pampered uh, yeah, hamster ever. She'll be like a the unfortunate thing that hamsters have an average lifespan about two years. And with me as a pet owner, you got to take six months off of that. <laughs> so she might never see another March Madness. This could be her last one. Uh, God, I hope I didn't jinx that. Uh, uh, yeah, what do we got next? Uh, you want to talk about some uh, serious betting? Some real money getting thrown around. Yeah, yeah here we go. Uh, the owner of the D in Vegas, Derek J. Stevenson, uh, thought he'd be cool and bet a $10,000 on each opening game. That, that says 11000 right? That's 10000 No, but but if you look at the... Oh, is that what he wins? That's to win. Okay. okay. You ever... I guess you have it. I have, I have bet, but I, I, don't, I don't see you that. You only get the grand off these games. He gets $1,000 per game, that's it? Did he there's bet no, on every it's, favorite? There's no way. It's the he bet on every bet dog. plus and then. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I want to know if he parlayed this because that would be pretty sweet if he oh. laid a $10,000 parlay on a 32-game action. That'd be some you know, serious I, stuff. I mean, I don't even know what the Do you think there would be a sports that, that took that? His? No, that would take a 32-team parlay. Uh, his? Brent Musburger's. <laughs> oh, take a 32-game parlay? I think you would... You know, it sounds crazy as a bookmaker to take it, but it's so astronomical. It's such it an happen. easy win. It's almost like free money from yeah. the bookmaker. Yeah, nobody's picking a yeah, perfect bracket. Until, game, 30, <laughs> until 30, game 32 comes around. And, and he's like, time to break some legs because yeah. I can't uh, let this happen. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
we don't have to go through all of these and we can't get this on all put, but... Oh, he's got Texas Southern. He's got, uh... Yeah, I like Troy them plus 25. He's got Rhode Island, which I like the Rhode Island pick. We'll get into that one. Get he's picking all there. upsets, dude. He's picking New Orleans. He's picking all upsets. Well, the, with the points. New Orleans is a yeah. 16 seed if they win the playing game. Or unless that's a... This uh, is the playing game. Okay, he's betting mm-hmm. on the playing game. Yeah. He took UCLA at plus 17. He's got Wake Forest in the playing game tonight against K-State. Um, man, this is wild. Exactly. This is wild. Eastern Tennessee, Middle Tennessee State, Florida Gulf Coast by four, uh, fourteen point dogs. He's got Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, he's got some wild picks, and these are all going to be huge payout numbers if uh if he hits them. I like those sixteen one dog games. I I think they're just giving up too many points. It's the yeah. first game of the term for these one seeds, so they tend to start a little bit slow. He's got North Dakota uh, 17-point dogs. He's got um, Jacksonville 22-point dogs. Northern Kentucky 19-point dogs. Can, can, can you seven. keep this so that we can actually see Oh, how we got to go wins? through this. We have to go through this. It's on the interwebs. We'll be able to pull it up later. Okay. Yeah, this is fantastic. He's got some crazy picks, and I really like it. Um, you know, I guess if you got it... Um, Can't take it with you. That's right. It's true. That is true. And if he wins one or two of those, that's a huge payoff. Um, all right. We already talked to our teams that got screwed. Um, you want to do some seed versus seed stats? You had something on that? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Um, this this comes to us from Odd Sharks. Um, let's let's start with the sixteen ones. We don't have to do all of these, but this is really interesting to me. <laughs> and this is all against the spread. Again, thank you, Odd Sharks, for that. Yeah. The thing that stuck out to me is if you take out last year where the 16s went 1-3 and three against the spread and look at the three previous years before that, they went 8-4. Pretty 60, good. 66%. If you were a betting man and you went 66%, you wouldn't need a, Give a it real to me. job. You Give would, it to me. Yeah, so... You know, take take those sixteens, man. They're giving up a or they're getting a lot of points. Yeah, they're getting a lot. These ones they're getting a lot, and a handful of them get to play that playing game. So they already got a game under their belt. Um, you know, and, and it makes a difference. All right, let's move on to two to two against fifteens. Uh, how are they against spread? We got any numbers on that? Um, the, the thing I saw on the twos were 15s is they used to, the 15s or the twos used to blow out the 15s. Used to. But the, the margin has been shrinking over the years. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Lehigh beating Duke? Um, you know, you got teams like, uh. Middle Tennessee taking out Michigan State last yes, year. That was the biggest one last year. That ruined was my awesome. bracket last that was year. Awesome. It ruined my, I had them, had them in the final four. Me too. That was a Michigan State team that I really liked. Yeah. I hate them now, <laughs> but I like them then. Uh, um, you know, you remember the Wisconsin-Milwaukee versus Wisconsin game a couple years back when Wisconsin went to the Final Four? That was a close game. Um, oh, yeah? For, for like, uh, when it was 0-0. Like cricket? Yeah. That's a close game in cricket. <laughs> um, three. Oh, that was exciting. That Stephen F. game last year. Yeah, these, uh, let's see, in, what is this, the threes versus 14? In, what year is this? In 2010, they went three three of one. I mean, 75%. And in 2015, four of O. Four and O. Four and O. 
Three, I mean, three and one, four and one. Four so, and one. I think what all of this is is a reminder that these seeds are, are just numbers next to names They're at just, the end of the day. It's just chalk, man. It's just chalk. It's just chalk on a board. Um, that's the best part about March Madness. That's why we love it so much. Uh, because no team is ever guaranteed a win. We've seen it a million times. Uh, you go back to Jimmy Valvano and the nine seed. Um, well, they were uh, NC State when they had to go and win the ACC tournament. And just to get into March Madness, and then they run the table and beat five Slamma Jamma. Yeah. I mean, there, there never is a guaranteed win in March Madness. That's the best part about why we love this time of year. That's why it gets us so excited. That's why we love talking about it. Um, and, you know, the only reason we're not talking more about it is because Ballad, uh, he likes to get a little little feisty when we start getting around that hour. Um, we got time. You guys want to talk about anything else? No, I really don't. I think we really covered everything. We didn't... Uh, we didn't double dip on any any certain subject. I think we kind of hit everything, unless y'all got something. I think it'll be. I think this gets a lot more interesting next week when we talk about oh, yeah. this and, and oh, yeah. how things start to shake out. Yeah, because we'll once, be, once we have some upsets, we'll be talking Final Four stuff next week, and that, we'll that's really, really where we're gonna get into it. Um. So, where before we do the nightcap. Oh, you want to talk our, our final four picks? On this side From of the that bracket. side, okay. Well, yeah. We have our final fours, but... No, 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 I mean, yeah. You, you will make the championship. Yeah, okay, let's start with you then. Um, You had, what, Duke and Arizona? Right now, I've got Villanova, Arizona. Oh, you're the only one that picked Villanova. And I'm sending Arizona in. Okay. I think they make the championship, if nothing else but for the future I, I placed months ago. Uh, but Spencer, what about you? Duke, Arizona, you gonna you gonna ride with me? Give me some good mojo. No, no, I got Duke. I got Duke going uh, to the fu- to the uh, championship game. Um, they're just they're too hot right now. I I can't pick against them, and I hate that bastard uh, Grayson Allen. But he just can't stop kicking people, man. Yeah, he uh, he he did it again this last weekend. I know he did. I know. And we meant to talk about it earlier on. Let's we talk just, about it now. Yeah, we got too excited about it. Grayson Allen, you know, I don't care. He's not the best player on the team by far. Um, he's coming off the bench. Yeah, he's not He's not very good, but we talk about no, him because he no, keeps kicking people. No, he, he is very good. He's averaging almost 20 <sighs> points a game coming off the bench. What I meant to say was he's not a good person, Chad. He's the best bench player in the world. He's not a good person. If they had six he man awards, he kicks people for no reason. Sixth man award. Well, he doesn't kick people. He trips people. RGW he's got he's got Draymond Green disease, guys. Why does he keep doing this? I don't know. Well, hey, we, Draymond Green is a to, lot of money, so I'd be okay to have that disease. Just we need okay. to. I think it's time to speculate on why Grace yeah. Allen can't stop kicking. We didn't game. have a speculate segment tonight, so this is it right here. Why does Grace Allen keep kicking? Do you think that he wanted to grow up to be a soccer player or something? Maybe he thinks he's playing soccer. You know, that's what he I was might. thinking when when I when I when Ballard wanted to talk about this. I thought maybe he just wants to play soccer. Maybe he wished he was a, a field goal kicker like uh, Pat McAfee is pretty pretty dope, dude. No, we'll see. He throws elbows too, though. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I'm thinking soccer because he's just trying to get this. Oh, and he, and he flops when when he throws the elbow. He throws the head back when he throws the. I mean, see, I caught the, I saw ball. those elbows too. I'm yeah. thinking that Grayson Allen really would rather be fighting UFC. He'd rather be throwing elbows, kicking people, tripping people, and that's all legal in UFC. And maybe he trains on the side and he just gets confused 
You know, they took those Duke logos away for a while. Maybe I, he forgot that he plays for Duke. I would love basketball. To, I would love to see that guy in a, in the UFC ring. I'm I would glad, love to be in the ring with Grayson Allen. I'm, whip his ass. I'm glad you brought that up, Bob, because I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> now training with Draymond Green on the side. And at, the Draymond, at the Draymond Green fighting center? No, dude, it's the basketball skill set now. It's, okay. it's what gets you into the NBA. It's hey, all this, about what gets you there. First of all, this was all started. The kick was started by Reggie Miller. NBA skill set. Reggie Miller started it. Yep. So I think he's a top NBA prospect at this point. I mean, he's got <laughs> the, the shooting, the defense. I almost spit out my strange land. He's got the intangibles. It's an intangible. I, I, I don't think that he's a top NBA no prospect. Way. I think that if he came out this he's year, late second he'd round. be a second round late pick. Late second round. However, he still has a year left of eligibility. Like, he's going to come back and... It dominate. He's not shit. done kicking people, guys. He's going to come matter. back and kick more people. Okay, so let's talk. No, that's what I mean. He's coming back to kick more people. Okay, so he hasn't gotten as many technical fouls as uh, Boogie Cousins has in the NBA. So could you compare him to him? They don't play as many games. Just saying. <laughs> Just uh, saying, man. Chad, along with you, give us your, your uh, pick out of the East and West Conference. Who's going on? Yeah, so I have uh, Duke and Arizona playing yeah, in buddy. the Final Four. And I got Arizona advances. Oh, good. I love to hear that. I'm from... glad we both got the same two teams in that. Love to hear that from the expert. Oh, you're the expert. He is the expert. Good, he is the expert. <laughs> on good. the button. All right, so we got uh, Arizona, Arizona, Duke. Zach, who you got going to the championship game? Come on, send him in, baby. I like how Bella tries to plug himself at the end, like reward himself with good button pushing, even yeah. though it's like thirty minutes later. No, I tried to, I tried to hit him with the, I tried to hit him with the, the, the play in. I tried to lead him right into it. Alley ooped it, and he just wasn't ready for the expert talk. Um, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Either way. Yeah. I got Duke against Florida State in the Final Four as it stands. I'm really torn about this side of the bracket, man. It's tough. Uh-oh. It's tough. Uh-oh. He's second-guessing already. I'm just already. not confident in the West bracket. I don't like it. It it's ner- makes me nervous. But either way, I'm not worried about it because I got Duke going to the finals. Yeah, buddy. So we, we go. got two Duke, two Arizona. That's from four experts. Two Dukies and a couple cats. Write it down. You guys are a bunch of clowns. Write it down. Um... All right, so we got our winners. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our Dickie V Awards of the Week. Hey, Dickie V, thanks for showing up, man. Um, what's uh, what's the first award of the week? My first award of the week! It's my play of the week! He comes from the Blue Devils. You know him as Jason Tatum! He had a great, great ACC tournament, and he helped them win the whole thing. Way to go, Tatum! Way to go! Wow, Dickie V. Uh, I know this is a busy time of year for you. Appreciate you being in the studio. Uh, if you could, why don't you give us your team of the week? Uh, thanks for having me, baby. This is team of the week. This week, Kentucky Wildcats, baby. They win another championship. Good luck in the tournament, boys. Dickie V, always classy. Who's our coach of the week? It's not coach of the week, baby. John Beal from Michigan, he survived the plane crash and still managed to lead the boys to victory. Thank you, Dickie V. Oh, yeah. Always coming through hot. So, Dickie V, what do you got next for us? 
The shock of the week, baby, is the TCU Horn Frogs over the Kansas Jayhawks in the Big 12 tournament. Say it with me, everybody. That's Upset City, baby! Dickie V, thanks so much. We love Upset City. You know, who's the diaper dandy of the week? Hey, my diaper dandy of the week! We heard me talking about Amelia. He's a freshman. It's Jason Tatum. Let's see if we can ride this momentum into the tournament. Don't burn out now, brother. Let's go. Dickie oh. V, that might be the best segment we've ever had with you here. Um, it is definitely the best segment we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, no, we nailed it, guys. If Dickie we can v find a way it. to do that in baseball season, Seriously. which I'm sure we will. We can We can find a Berman. Back, 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 oh, back. Oh, no, uh... What's his face? Oh, oh yeah, that one guy. Mm. Oh, Harry Carey. Oh, we Harry can get some Harry Carey. We can do some Harry Carey. Some Harry Carey. Um, yeah. So well done, guys, and Dicky V. Thank you guys uh, for showing up. All the Dicky V's that are here in the room tonight. Um, well, that's really gonna do it for our uh, first March Madness segment. Please stay tuned. Right on time. Yeah. No, we're right on time. We we nailed it, guys. Very um, surprised. Please stay tuned. Uh, we do have our other half of the bracket coming up. We got some good stories. Uh, we got some, um, oh, yeah, I know you want to talk about uh, the Ball family and what we got going on there. Yep. Um, so stick around, listen up, um, and we will be posting Facebook Live videos of Lana picking her bracket. So, Bala, thanks for pressing buttons over there. Absolutely. Chat, thanks for... Uh, Co-hosting with us. Always a pleasure. Zachary, thanks for uh, being the talent of the show. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm just looking at Twitter right now. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. We are the Sports Buzz, as always, sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we are out! This party is officially over. <laughs>